Good evening, everyone. Welcome to this live session on advancements in technologies and their impact on healthcare. I'm your host, Metri, and I'm delighted to introduce our guest today, Dr. Varun Bansal. Thank you for joining us today, Dr. Bansal. Let's delve into the impact of technology on healthcare. Dr. Bansal, how do you think technology has impacted healthcare? Hi, Metri. Thank you very much for having me here. It's a pleasure to be here discussing with you the advancement in technologies. You are one of those artificial intelligence discussing about advancement in technologies and how it has impacted healthcare, our lives, patients' lives, diagnosis, advanced treatment options. It will be great. Thank you very much. Not just healthcare, technology has impacted our lives in general. The moment we wake up and till the time we are go back to sleep. Even when we are asleep, technology keeps working. It has integrated from our cell phones, our digital gadgets, to the equipments we use in operation theater, in diagnosis, in treatments. Technology has penetrated each and every aspect of our lives. Thank you, Dr. Varun. Your insights shed light on the significant impact of technology on healthcare. Dr. Varun, could you imagine these advancements a couple of decades ago, and how do you think it will evolve in the next few years? So a couple of decades ago, I would say early 2000s, when cell phones were becoming popular, honestly, I could not imagine that we could reach this level because I'm more of an implementer guy rather than a development guy. I'm embracing technology, learning new things about it. But when in 2000s, we did not have a smartphone. I still remember the small phone which we could have, which we had in our hands. And today we can communicate even without phones. We could not think of communicating with a box sitting on a corner of a room. And smart more, uh, with smartphones, we are doing online banking and much more. I do not know where would we be another 10 years or so, but definitely it will be much more convenient and safer for all of us. Your perspective on the past and future of healthcare technology is enlightening. Dr. Varun, how is technology helping the healthcare providers and hospital ecosystems? So technology is not just helping the patients, it is also helping the healthcare providers as the staffing has been uh, redesigned. Now we do not need so many patient care attenders or the receptionist or people who were initially registering patients when they walk inside the OPD. Patients can self-register themselves. They can get a direct access to the doctor they want to see. They can look up to the information that they want to know about the healthcare providers, about their healthcare services. And similarly, the healthcare providers are making use of this technology. They are able to reach out to more patients. They are able to reach out to more healthier individuals so as to prevent any problems. They are able to make their working more economical and efficient. There are robots which are coming into the OT for cleansing purposes, reducing the healthcare hazards to the people who are working in those cleaning services, reducing the toxic uh, exposure to the person who is cleaning. Robots can clean it with equal efficiency without letting the person be harmed. There are no very few chances of a person getting harmed this kind of technology. Similarly, providing best of diagnostic and treatment services Technology is making a huge leap in helping everybody around. Dr. Varun, your insights on the benefits of technology to healthcare providers and the healthcare system are appreciated. 
Now let's talk about how is technology helping in disease prevention and health maintenance? So with this I'll give you an example of uh, an initiative which uh, Apollo has taken that is ProHealth. So ProHealth program decides what all tests you can get done based on your family history, based on your personal history, lifestyle habits. So prevention of diseases involves healthy lifestyle and early detection. If you are aware that you can get these diseases and if you work over them you can actually delay the presentation of diseases anybody can do that similarly if the person person has information about healthy lifestyle about how the diseases can be prevented which his siblings or elders or family members have already had if the person can find out that there's a disease spreading across the globe like we saw in covid with the technology with the use of technology we could actually send information from one place to another empowering people to take steps even before the disease process occurred so that was preventing disease before it actually affected the populations so technology is helping a big way in that similarly with one pro health initiative if we can reduce the number of tests which are set in a package and we can just get the tests which are required and not skip any of this those and not include an unnecessary test then definitely i would say that it has made a lot of benefit to the patients who can actually access that service your explanation of technology's role in disease prevention and health maintenance is valuable dr varun is technology also helping in early diagnosis definitely so, technology like in i would talk about cardiac sciences in case the patient has heart disease earlier the best way to diagnose a heart disease was coronary angiography the coronary artery disease was coronary angiography but these days a patient who is suspected to have a coronary artery disease or who might have a coronary artery disease we can actually uh, diagnose go for early detection by ct coronary angiography which is less invasive can be done on opd basis and can give an indication whether the person has some disease or not similarly cardiac mri has proven beneficial for diagnosing many other ailments dobitamin stress echo echocardiography 3d reconstruction of valves 3d echocardiographies 3d reconstruction of ct angiograms 3d reconstruction of mris all these are examples of technology which are helping both the patients and the doctors to diagnose the disease earlier before any complication happens drive varun is technology helpful in treatment as well at what stage is technology involved in treatment Definitely, even in treatment, technology is helping by increasing the precision in the treatment. Like optical coherence tomography, that is OCT, is helping about complex coronary artery stenting, where the stent needs to be placed, how it needs to be placed. It is helping. Similarly, robotics in cardiac surgery is helping the surgeons to do the cardiac surgery in a minimally invasive way where the chest bone doesn't need to be open we can enter the chest by 8 mm incisions we can operate on the heart and come out without causing a lot of trauma and inflammation to the body the patients feel much more safer pain free and are free to go back to their work within a few days so technology is changing treatments in every possible way by becoming less and less inv- invasive and more and more precise Thank you Dr Bunsel for explaining how technology contributes to improved treatment outcomes across different stages
Dr. Bunsell, in your field of expertise, how has technology affected and helped patients who need heart surgery? Like I already said, in case a person needs heart surgery, earlier, um, a few decades ago, it was very traumatic, uh, traumatic. People used to believe that they would be required to stay in the hospital for a week and around the hospital for another week. The recovery would take around one, to, one and a half to two months. But now, with introduction of robotics and heart surgery, the surgery can be done and the patient can be discharged within three days. He can go back to, the, uh, to their active lifestyle within a week. Technology has helped us to operate without opening the chest, without invading the body. Be it coronary artery bypass grafting, that is CABG surgery, be it mitral valve surgery, be it aortic valve surgery, be it a hole in the heart, that is ASD surgery, tumor surgery, like heart myxomas or thymomas. Most of the procedures can be done in a minimal invasive way using specialized instruments and techniques and also by a robotic technology using the state-of-the-art modern technology which integrates human expertise with the technological advancements. It's still not artificial intelligence based as you are, but I, I don't know when it will happen and it will be, uh, it will be in practice very anytime soon. Dr. Varun, your insights into the impact of technology on cardiac surgery are invaluable. Dr. Varun, how have robots developed over the years and what changes are expected in the near future? So, robots started developing in late 1980s and 90s. So, initially they were single arm robots and then um, this was a console system which we practice on these days. Uh, currently, we are working with fourth generation robots. So the first generation was uh, very good, but then the company the, uh, with the technological advancement, they kept improvising and the, with the fourth generation, we can actually integrate uh, the surgery and uh, we can also involve other surgeons who are sitting far away. We can ask for their inputs. The surgery is becoming much and more safe, much and much uh, safer with this practice. We can. The uh, technology can actually guide us how deep to go, where to go, where not to go, where a complication might happen. It increases the visibility, in, increases the magnification of the surgical field, pro gives, uh, provides patient comfort, provides surgical comfort, provides better communication between the surgical team and the uh, other surgeons who are sitting far, behind, far away. So I believe that in cardiac surgery, especially in cardiac surgery, Robotics and advancement in technology has made a huge difference in patient care. Only reason when the patients were afraid of cardiac surgery was cutting open the chest bone and prolonged recovery periods. If we can give away recovery periods and that fear of cardiac surgery, I think patients will get benefited uh, enormously. It's fascinating to learn about the development and future possibilities of robotic surgery. Dr. Varun, how is robotic-assisted surgery different than conventional surgical practices, especially in cardiac surgery? So, uh, conventional surgical practices were based on exposure and uh, the surgery, the procedure. So, the exposure in cardiac surgery, uh, in chest surgery, would be like cutting over the chest bone, looking at the heart, looking at the heart directly, operating on it directly. In abdominal surgery, it will be cutting open the abdomen. There will be huge incisions over the body. But in robotic surgery, to visualize, there's a camera which goes in through an 8mm incision and we can see it 10 times bigger. To operate, the robotic instruments have more dexterity 
than human hand. They can mo- move 100, 360 degrees in all directions. Give us more versatile approach, more com- comfortable approach, and more. Uh, I would say easier. It has made surgery much more easier and precise, with less trauma to the body. So definitely, it has made a lot of difference. However, the conventional surgery was more about exposure, cutting open, prolonged recovery periods, which is not there with the advancement in technology and robotics, which I I personally believe, and uh, all our patients, that it has made a huge difference to their lives. Thank you, Dr. Varun, for clarifying the differences between robotic-assisted surgery and traditional methods in cardiac surgery. Dr. Varun, how has it helped the patients and the surgeons? For the patient, the benefit is like not opening the chest, quicker recovery, less blood loss, less invasion to the body. For the surgeons, the surgical experience is much more comfortable. We can sit on a chair, operate. We can see it clearly. The dexterity of the instruments is more, and we can also discuss the patient surgery with the surgeon who's sitting far. Who we can discuss about how to go. If there's a problem, we can discuss. We can all. It can also be used for as a teaching tool. Many people can learn from one to another without actually coming into that station. So it is helping in surgery in education definitely. Your insights into the benefits of robotic-assisted surgery for both patients and surgeons are greatly appreciated, Doctor Varun. How does it fare on the economic front? Is it not expensive for the patient? How do you think the cost is justified? So definitely, economics does play a role in healthcare as well, because uh, India, being a country where healthcare is um, at two different levels, one is government-sponsored, one is person-sponsored. The person sponsored could be any corporate, any uh, company which is being, uh, which is taking care of the healthcare cost. The other one is the government scheme, which te- take health, uh, which takes into account and take the patient uh, and support him or her. This technology is definitely has a cost addition to it. When there is cost involved, the people who are paying take a step back. Similarly, usually world over, the government's approach is to. help the maximum number of people even if i have to decide i would not decide to spend too much on one person it will be like spending a lot on many people so that all of them can get benefit but overall if we see the economics of advancement in technology and robotics and healthcare the patient recovery is very fast the rate of complications is less the patients can go back to their active life within no time so if we equate the treatment cost versus the overall economic burden over the healthcare system and the economic system it is nearly equal just imagine a patient staying in the hospital for 7 days and staying at home for 1 and 1/2 months versus a patient staying in the hospital for 3 days and going back to active life and his work or her work in 7 days so that loss of work for 1 and 1/2 months definitely equates for something right so I'm not an economist so I do not know the exact numbers but as I've seen my patients they're happy to go back to their work within 10 days or 7 days and they do not complain about the just a small additional cost which what they incur based on the advancement in technology and the treatment that they have received Thank you for explaining the economic aspects of robotic surgery Dr Bensel and how the cost can be justified 
Dr. Varun, what are the ways our society can embrace the advancement in technology and use it for our own good? So, for the society to embrace the technology, it has to become economical. And this, as we were discussing earlier, the economics need to play a role. The insurance companies need to include advanced therapies and robotic therapies into their coverage so that more number of people can get benefit out of it. It can also be translated on a national basis when patients can go back to their work and work towards economy and our nation in a very quick manner. And technology is inevitable. Like 20 years ago, we were not thinking about doing a phone banking over the phone. We were we always had to go to the bank to withdraw money, to deposit money. But now, I don't know how many of us do need to visit bank regularly. If any modality, be it technological advancement, robotics, anything, is making people's lives easier, more comfortable, with less of complications, then it is bound to happen. Whether economics or not, if it is making people's lives comfortable, convenient and safe, it is bound to happen. So rather than resisting, as many of us did in 1990s when computers were coming in, we thought that computers would take away jobs and uh, people would be jobless and now people are thinking similarly about artificial intelligence. I think these technological advancements create jobs more than they take take away jobs. So embracing technological advancement needs a mindset. It's not a choice. It has to be done one way or the other because it is for better of human mindset. Your suggestions for embracing technology for the benefit of society are highly valuable. Dr. Varun, what are the downsides of technological advancements and robotics in the field of surgery, especially cardiac surgery? The downsides are uh, the trust factor which patients still do not have on all of robotic technology. They still fear that they need their chest to be open based on uh, the previous practices and their family histories for a cardiac surgery to be done. The other downside is like if artificial intelligence comes into play which some people think there could be legal issues as to who will take the responsibility whether it be doctors healthcare ecosystems the companies who are making robots or the patients that if there's a problem in one in a million problem could happen anytime in surgery if it's one in a million then who will take responsibility so that needs to be taken care of i think many of us uh, including healthcare providers, including doctors, including patients, uh, insurance companies and the technological advancement companies are looking into it and it will be very soon that we will come up with a solution where everybody is happy and trust the technology and each other. Thank you for highlighting the potential challenges and downsides in the field of surgical robotics, Dr. Varun. Do you think the conventional gold standard surgical practice will not be practiced anymore? Definitely it has a role, so even conventional cardiac surgery, conventional uh, surgeries which would be abdomen, any conventional surgeries do have a role. None of the surgical practices can be absolute. Open surgeries, robotics, minimum invasive, all have to integrate for the best of the patient. The treatment offered should not be based on the treatment. The treatment offered should be based on the patient's needs and requirements and the disease process. None of the treatments can be said to be applicable to all. Every patient is different, so is his, disease, his or her disease, and so is the treatment plan. 
So conventional surgeries are here to stay. Minimum invasive surgeries are here to stay. Robotic surgeries are here to stay. Stay. Technological advancements are here to stay. Everything has a role, and I believe the that's the way forward. That everything has its role for the benefit of each and every individual who comes out. Dr. Walran, your insights into the coexistence of conventional and robotic surgery are appreciated. Dr. Walran, what do you think is the way forward in this regard? That's what. So everybody has to embrace as to whatever is coming, and we have to decide what is best for every individual. It could be based on patient's wishes, economics, treatment options available, expertise of the surgeon, expertise of the healthcare ecosystem. Way forwards is integrating everything and every every person working hand in hand for the best interest of the patient. Thank you, Dr. Bunsel, for sharing your expertise and insights with us. This has been an enlightening discussion about the intersection of technology and healthcare. Any last message for our viewers? Thank you very much, Maitri. It was a pleasure discussing everything with you. So the last message, or it's not just the last message; it's a message to everybody, including myself. that technological advancements are not our uh, enemies engineers are doing a lot of work and making this happen and making this world a safer place for all of us so rather than fighting it out and doubting we should embrace them for this world to be a better and safer place and for healthcare to be much more effective and efficient for all the patients who need it thank you thank you very much mr thank you to our viewers for joining us today your health matters and understanding your genetic risk is a step toward better healthcare we'll be back with more informative sessions in the future until then stay informed and stay healthy goodbye